boom, wishy-washy, woo, welcome to NashCast, woo. Now, I'm not uh, uh, an ocean, whatever they call it, a dude that studies the oceans and like currents and stuff, but as I A scientist. It, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Yeah, the Germans saved today, dude. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's about fucking time. <laughs> 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 Shit just got real. So if I was in a plane and, um, God forbid, you know, there's a problem or something and it's going to go down. Yeah. Um, I would consider like going onto Twitter or Facebook and just being like to anybody that gets this, you know, Scott, whoever, you know, tell my family, <laughs> tell my family I love them, type of a thing. But, That's what they did in Korea. Yeah. Hashtag good journey. Yeah. I could do that. But... The, the aliens must have, must somehow be attracted to the states or, or what because of their cool burgers there or... <laughs> he went with the burgers yeah. dude i was actually going to say that it's because the, <laughs> maybe because the burgers are really good they can get a bigger <laughs> helping of food in america no don't eat my kraken What up, this is Jason Mewes, and you're listening to NashCast up in this piece. Snoops to the Nooch! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of NashCast. Uh, you all know me, I'm Scott, but joining me as usual is my little friend, Sean. Hello! And our special... Hola, como estas? <laughs> Dickhead. And joining <laughs> us, our special guest for this particular episode, episode 66, our mysterious episode from Germany. Timo. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I've been waiting Hello. for Oh, you. damn it, dude. I was about to say that, bitch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go no, ahead. You can say it. You can cut mine out. <laughs> yeah, just dub mine in over yours. Yes, there you go. I've been waiting for you. It's um, good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to have you back on board, dude. We've not had you on... Uh, well, you've been on... This is the third recording, I think, right? Because we've done... The two Comic Con ones, and that was it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back, and uh, I'm glad that you got on board with the whole conspiracy thing, which we teased back in episode 61 with the whole JFK and moon landing stuff, from what I remember correctly. And that was all a, a deliberate tease on my part to start getting a, a conspiracy episode together. And here we all are. So we got some stuff together. We're going to jump straight into it now. I got a couple that are a little bit dated, but just to get a kind of feel for things before, because Timo, I know you've done a lot of research on all of your stuff. And uh, before you go headfirst into all your stuff, I want to hear like uh, one of the most recent things, which every podcast last year talked about, and Sean, you probably know where I'm going with this, regarding flights. (laughs) And uh, everybody was talking about this last year, and there weren't that many developments. But do you guys remember the whole uh, Malaysian airline thing issue? Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember. Yeah. So I, not that I lost interest, but like anything in the media, I just kind of got forgotten about. And of course, I'm very limited to what I'm allowed to read in the news because I 
I'm not allowed to read or watch the news. So uh, I was doing some research because it falls into that kind of conspiracy theory area where it's like nobody knows what happened. And there's a lot of theories out there. And I got an update where they found part of the the uh, the, the wing, I think. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was a few months. About that too. Yeah, it was a few months. I can't believe this happened. Um, I got a note here. This happened back in no, that's the wrong bit of paper. 2014 March, I believe. And wow, so over a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. And I literally, it's really weird because I thought it was like I don't know for some reason earlier this year. And uh, but they found yeah a couple of months ago they or about three four months ago they found like part of the plane or like the wing like 2,300 miles away from like where the search area was. So it's uh, it's pretty quite was, was far. It, was it a whole wing or just part of a wing? No, just part of it. But they um it just like I guess washed up on shore. Probably hit a couple of people, knocked them out. And um, then they got it and they went off and researched into it. And somehow they can tell just by looking at that part of it that it was part of that plane. So I've got here, uh, when I, cause that, that caught me by surprise. Because for months, as you remember, there was, there was no information. They were like, yeah, it went missing. And like, did we lost contact at this point? But we know the plane was here and there and on this red line, kind of like in Indiana Jones when he's flying and he got the red line. They kind of did that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and then it just like just literally just disappeared and for months nothing we did like satellite searches we did boat plane searches sonar pinging thingamajiggies trying to track the uh, the black box and stuff which is supposed to be active for a certain amount of time but it, that just like disappeared as well and uh, and then I came across yeah the article about somebody saying there, this is a, apparently a professional thinks that the plane landed softly in the ocean, so you've lost either way. Um, and yeah, the Malaysian aerospace specialist believes the stricken jet sank somewhere in the southern Indian Ocean, which is kind of what most people were thinking anyway. I believe, he said, that when the aircraft went, went out of fuel, I guess ran out of fuel, which I can't imagine it would have done, maybe it was leaking, it glided downwards and landed on the water with a soft impact. That's why I believe the plane is still largely intact, Zaim Redha Abdul Raham said. So, well, what was the name again? <laughs> I think it is uh, Zaim Redha Abdul Rahman. Raymond. Sorry, you didn't get the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So um, he, you may have gone a team I didn't. What was that again, dude? <laughs> Abdul, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that that was kind of like my theory is that I'm thinking at some point. Now you guys can hear me in a second because I've been talking for quite a while now, and people are going to be like, "What the fuck is he rambling on about?" Now I've I've heard a similar story to this, and I'll rejoice you with it in a in a couple of minutes. But maybe if the cabin lost pressure like, well, for the passenger side of it anyway, they all might have, like, fallen unconscious. That explains why none of these fuckers, like, were tweeting or doing Facebook selfies of them crashing or whatever, because that's what social media does these days. Um, and especially, like, the Asian side of things. They're so with their technical gadgets and stuff, but no tweets. No Facebook. And I think we lost Timo. What? I'm there. I know you're there. Sean? I'm just listening. Yep, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, no, that's cool. That's fine. Let me just, I just cut out for a second there. Okay, yeah, so Facebook, Twitter, they're all into all that kind of stuff and whatever else, whatever social media stuff they used, but there was nothing. So I'm thinking they might have lost cabin pressure. They all pass out. There was a, a mechanical failure or whatever. Pilot tried to land the plane, couldn't communicate with anybody, managed to land the plane. 
no help because nobody knew anything at the time and uh, a plane that size just gonna sink done hmm. That's, that's your theory. That's somebody else's theory. Uh, that's like well, my uh, well, it's not even my theory. I mean, my theory is that it just it went down. Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of thinking that everybody lost uh, consciousness because it has happened on planes before. Um, the uh, there's a couple of questions. See, this is where like the theory side of it comes into it because there's lots of different variables. Like if everybody just passed out, in theory, the autopilot still would have just taken it where it needed to go. So then you bring in the theory of like, okay, so it's mechanical failure. Then you bring in the stuff of like, well, the the transponder stopped transponding uh, and communicating at a certain point after like the last communication. And apparently that doesn't happen unless it's like manually disabled. So then you bring in lots of other different theories, like it was taken over, terrorism, yada, yada, yada. Um, And every theory kind of like, you're like, okay, well, that, that sounds pretty good, but why would this have happened if that was the case? So I'm like, I don't know, I'm a bit indifferent. I, I like listening to all the science and theories regarding this particular issue, and I'm not sure. I literally just think that it went down into the ocean. I've got, um, Stacy was looking into this uh, earlier on for me. She's got a note here that um, there is a theory out there that, because uh, there was a second Malaysian airline that went down shortly after that, or a few months after yeah. that. Now, she said she came across this theory where, they're saying that that plane that went down was the original one that went missing and it was shot down to um, uh, discredit the Russians, apparently, because that's what we need to do in this day and age is discredit the Russians. But it's still... Uh, sorry, we, sorry the, 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 the first one or the second one? The second one. The second, the second one, one was shot yeah. down uh, to discredit the Russians about the first one. No, no, not about the first one, just to discredit them as a nation, as a whole. Kind of like starting a, a second um, Cold War type scenario. But, but there, there has been uh, another plane shot down by the Russians over the Ukraine, which was from yeah, yeah, there was. Netherlands, I think. Mm-hmm. So why? So, so it, that, that doesn't kind of make sense, because uh, why would they then shoot another plane when they already got one? Yeah. Like, uh, just to discredit them even more just in my in my opinion it really doesn't make that much of sense no it doesn't because that was one of the first things i thought of when i heard it and i was like well okay friend, let's say that did happen you've still got the first plane unaccounted for not to mention the two i think it was two off the top of my head 239 people that were on board they were like never heard from again it's like well what happened to all those people so we uh we got absolutely nothing I mean, what what is so fun, funny about that? I mean, probably the people can can like um, check where where you're at through your mobile phone. They probably can say how much weight your ship had when you went to the toilet, and just <laughs> like that big ass airplane and with all the people in it. So just i don't get that really yeah so that's what i was thinking what do you cause it's been a while now and um it's kind of like died out of the news a little bit and me and sean have always kind of had this sort of policy where um we won't talk about stuff that's current and in the news because every other podcast has done that but since it's been a year and a half and i thought it's like worth a quick visit sean what do you think happened um um i don't know i haven't really given it much thought until you just brought it up um, it kind of sounds like as far as the black box goes and, and tracking the plane and stuff, um, it's either like 
just a massive mechanical error. So there's a loss of all like electrical functions. So this transponder was turned off and autopilot got turned off and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Or um, all these people on the plane or a good percentage of them um, just wanted to like disappear. They were sick of life in Asia. It's overcrowded. They want to be able to like live their own life. And, and they all just conspired together and, and said to the pilot, let's, let's go land over here. We'll find a tropical island and we'll just disappear off the face of the planet. Fuck our friends, fuck our family. We'll turn our phones off. No one can track our mobiles. Um, and while we're at it, we'll break off a piece of the of the plane, um, half of the wing, and we'll just throw it in the ocean. And the current will take it wherever it goes. So basically, you've just described Lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, except for except for they decided to do it. Right. There's no black smoke monster. Um, well, maybe they didn't decide. Maybe they actually found the island lost, and that's just why we just lost signal with them altogether and can't find the plane. Maybe. I mean, there there are there are inconsistencies. There are things like okay, they found part of a wing hmm. that washed off shore somewhere. Um, now, I'm not uh, um, uh, an ocean whatever they call it a, a dude that studies the oceans and like currents and stuff, but as I a scientist. It, I think there there is a there's an official word for it, but I can't think what it is, and um, I'm really glad that neither of you guys can either. I'm sure it'd be something like a it would be like a marine Scientologist or marine biologist or something like that. Yeah, oceanologist. Yeah, that's it, oceanologist. Yeah, the Germans saved the day, dude. Remember that. <laughs> uh, I was, it's about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> um, okay, so you like through all of the, the the mapping of the world and the oceans and stuff. Surely you could track the currents and see where that that fucking wind came from. In theory, they could or get a general idea of it. Yeah, well, stop calling me Shirley for one. And yes, they well, they they can, which is how they were trying to. That's where the, the whole thing of them, where this, the search patterns and the search grids they were doing were based on currents and uh, other oceanic stuff. But but one well, thing the original bothers me there uh, when when the the wing breaks off, uh, the the plane must obviously be not in one piece. So what about the luggage? What about the other wings, the the, the back tail and everything else? Well, it was a really small part of the uh, the wing itself. It wasn't literally like half of it snapped off. It was small enough that a you know a group of like I think it was like six people or whatever could carry it off. Okay. So okay. I it, thought it was bigger. No, uh, when I saw the picture, it was really quite small. It was uh, okay. when, when I was looking at it, it was actually literally like um, on the uh, like the what are they seven four seven sort of size planes? You got that uh, the flap part of the wing. It looks like it was something like that. It's not literally like half the wing snapped off and that's what's okay. washed up. So it's really quite small, but somehow they've identified so like a, it's it. It's a little, it's a little piece of it that somehow they've been able to say it's part of that particular plane. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I'd be I'd be inclined to believe that it's it's probably. Um, just catastrophic failure. The thing blew up in midair or something like that. See, um, that's another thing I'm thinking. If it just like, I mean, okay, you, you still have the questions of like, well, why did everything shut down, like the transponder and everything else and communications and everything, and it was still flying for several hours after that point. But yeah, I'm thinking. But like, how did they know it was still flying for several hours after that point? Um, uh, they were like, because uh, there's there's they were pinging something i don't think it's a black box it's some sort of transponder that they were pinging after they lost contact 
they still had like physical contact through this pinging device between like the satellite and the plane. But then after um, a short time, like a couple of hours or whatever, with no communication, that then shut down and then the plane just literally just vanished, as I understand it. So maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm thinking the same thing. It, if it blew up and they don't know where to look, by the time they might have gone to the area where it was, everything's just like sunk or that far deep in the water, they wouldn't have picked up on anything. Yeah, or it's scattered too far apart. Because, I mean, I don't know what the cruising altitude of a 747, but it's ridiculous. It's like, what, 60,000 feet, 80,000 feet or something? Yeah, um, high. Quite high. So if it if it explodes while it's way up there, hmm. um, all the debris is going to get spread out across hundreds, thousands of miles. Um, and maybe that one little bit that was like pinging off the airplane, like exploded and it flew and it landed on a bird's back and the bird kept on <laughs> flying for a while. <laughs> sure. And that's why it was pinging. Um, or that little piece just fell into the ocean and was floating along for a while. Yeah. In a partic- on a pr- particular trajectory and it kept pinging until it sunk too far to get a signal. And they went off, you know, looking in the right and hemisphere side of the ocean somewhere um, while the wreckage was spread out over hundreds of miles and they're just never going to find it. Is, um, is I, I, I reckon, I reckon, I mean, I'd love to say like, oh, you know, there's proof that's, or, or you know, the, the theory that, you know, that the plane was just taken by aliens, um, is, is a solid one or anything like that, but it's probably just an explosion. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and sadly they, they burn to a fiery death. <laughs> so no one knows because no one felt the wreckage. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it's... I think it's going to be one of those uh, one of those uh, things that's just going to go down in history now. And in fifty years' time, we'll like do a reunion of the podcast and be like, "Remember when we talked about that plane?" Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they, 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 we'll have we'll be like they finally found it. <laughs> no, we'll just be like we haven't found nothing. <laughs> we don't know what happened. Still, <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I just thought I'd like bounce off the guys is the most recent stuff because my other two things are like pretty quite a while ago, but um, I'm quite uh, curious. I can, ask, I can ask you a quick question off of that, though. Yeah, go on then. Because there's something you, something you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Do you, honest, do you honestly think that like as a plane, if the plane went down, that people would really be tw- uh, tweeting and Facebooking and taking selfies? Hashtag plane about to crash. <laughs> um, yes. Now, right, to an extent that I literally, selfies, uh, probably not, but I think people being aware that something is wrong, something's going on, they would be, I mean, you're going to like, remember, there's, there's people like uh, laptops and uh, cell phones and God knows what else and stuff, they're butt plugs, and uh, the moment there's some turbulence and stuff, they're going to be tweeting it or using whatever social media that they use over there uh, on that side of the world, but um, there was literally nothing so it was a complete blackout, no communication. From the moment that the plane stopped communicating, despite the fact they were still able to track it, there was no communication on board, which leads me more to the point, the fact that everybody was unconscious. Because even if there was a terrorism takeover, people would still be able to sneak their phone out and tweet something, you know, hashtag hostile takeover or something like that. Do you, do you guys so. remember the, the, um, uh, the, the ship? thing from Korea where the ship went down or broke or whatever? I've, I vaguely, I've, I've been trying to rack my brain 
There was, there was this, this big uh, accident, I think it was in Korea, where they, um, I don't know how you call it in English, where, where the ship just, just I think, uh, went over or just the, the kind of... Uh, what? Capsized, yeah. Yeah, capsized, thanks. Capsized, yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And and uh, the, the there was like very very um many young people on on the on the boat and they took selfies and and uh oh recorded some some other stuff so i think that theory with the um well with taking selfies and stuff isn't too far away holy shit that's I mean, it. i'm not surprised at all i'm really not i i i really i could understand so if i was on a plane and um, God forbid, you know, there's a problem or something and it's going to go down. Um, yeah. I would consider like going onto Twitter or Facebook and just being like to anybody that gets this, you know, Scott, whoever, you know, tell my family, <laughs> tell my family I love them type of a thing. But, That's what they did in Korea. Yeah. Hashtag good journey. Yeah. I could do that. But... <laughs> Why not? Yeah, hashtag hide my porn stash. <laughs> um, Dude, if that ever happens, I've got your porn stash covered. Don't worry. Delete my browser. My porn, my porn stash is deleted <laughs> yeah. every day. Ah, oh, you're missing out, dude. Um. Anyway. But selfies, I, I, I would never take it. Ugh, I don't know. No, I couldn't. No, uh, I, I, I would. No, I would. I wouldn't do a selfie. Not even. They documented, I think. No, that's, I think that's the thing. Not even for historical value. I would tweet, text, or call or something. I wouldn't literally. If a plane is about to plummet into the ocean, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, Sean, get in on this," and literally just take a selfie for it, for some, hoping someone could find it and recover the phone, despite all the water damage, and recover the photos. That's just like, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Personally, in that scenario, I think that's a little bit disturbing and sick in a way. But I mean, hey, if it, if really it gives, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If it, if it gives people like comfort in the last uh, seconds of as the plane is crashing down, of like doing, you know, taking their mind off it of doing a selfie, <laughs> then yeah, sure, I'm all for it. But um, yeah, that, that's not me. I wouldn't do that. Timo, you've been on a plane recently. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, bitch? <laughs> yeah, the, the, plane, the plane made it from point A to point B. I haven't been on a plane. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been on a plane no, in a while. No. Um, do you do you get like your mobile signal on a plane, or is it Wi-Fi through the plane? I actually don't know because they they tell you to to um, cancel every connection when you're starting. Yeah, see that's. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's what I figured. I'm not sure if... Um, I'm just, just going back to the whole thing where there's like no Twitter, no Facebook or anything like that. I'm not sure if people could actually... I mean, I mean, when, when you're in, in such a situation, I would say just, just fuck it. I mean, I'm going to die like in five to ten minutes, so, so I'm just... The last thing I do oh, is yeah, yeah. a Wi-Fi connection and just Twitter everything. Like... Yeah, f fuck it all. I'm going to take Stace into the... Uh, I'll do it on the chair. I just want to, like, have sex before I die. So on a plane, that's what I'm going to do. Fuck the selfies and the Twitter stuff. Okay, that's a good thing to know because when if I ever travel on a plane with you, Stace is coming along. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, the, you'll be the one filming it. <laughs> Again, with hashtag a good journey. <laughs> 
Hashtag, you know what's coming around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's um, let's move on because I'm really uh, curious and interested to know. Uh, I mean, I already know a couple of the the, the subjects, but Timo, you've um, yeah. you hit me up with. We had this uh, coincidental moment a short, I say, a short while ago, a couple of weeks ago, where. I'd already plugged this conspiracy theory episode and you came, you approached me and said, Hey, I really want to talk about a couple of things. Conspiracies. If you're up for it, if you think that'd make a good episode. And I was like, dude, not like Arnie. <clears throat> Sorry. I was like, dude, that's a really good idea. <laughs> dude, let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that was already, already in the works. So it was kind of like cool to be able to, um, add you into the mix and stuff. And so, um, you got a couple of good ones. Why don't you uh, hit us with your first story uh, or theory and uh, build it up a little bit? How you want to approach it? Build it up and uh, hit us with some some facts or some myths or however you want to play it. And, yeah, I probably like played with a little bit of a story. Sure. Get yeah. Um, so I, I first dig out the, the the big one, which the the one which intrigues me the most. I've seen a documentary about it, and I was less, I was very thrilled with it. So um, for the sake of of the story, we have to go back to 1959. Ah, oh, good year. Russia. We're going back to Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like. From my place, around three thousand kilometers, um, the region is called Sverdlovsk, north of Kazakhstan, about like um, one thousand and five hundred kilometers uh, east of Moscow and northwest of the Black Sea. Wow, you're really close uh, to Moscow. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's east. Uh, it's the east hang of the Ural Mountains, going into the the uh, West Siberian Plain. Mm-hmm. So you have a rough. Um, knowledge where everything takes place now. Um, the average temperature is—I mean, it's cold as shit over there. Um, the the average temperature in in July are going up like for plus thirteen degrees. Centi- um, yeah, plus thirteen degrees. So it's not that warm. And in, in winter, it can get like to twenty-five, uh, minus twenty-five or minus thirty-five degrees. So um, it's fucking cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it will get a lot colder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so in, in uh, the gen- uh, January, the 25th of January, 1959, there, there was a group of like 10 students. They were all around their um, 20s with the oldest one was about 37 or 30 years old. There were 10 hikers, like um, two women and two men, uh, eight men, sorry. And they said, man, let's let's just go to the Yadlo Pass and just have a nice hike in the middle of the fucking winter. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was like, yeah, okay, we will do that. And they started um, on the 25th, and um, the hike was estimated to, to last for a couple of days. So they started the journey, and like a few days when they were uh, on their journey, one of the hikers said, uh, I'm going to turn around because I'm sick as fuck. So we just so there were just nine left, but nevertheless they they went on, and the group should have returned after the estimated time about seven days, uh, ten days, but there were no signs of the group anywhere to be found, nowhere. And um, on the twentieth of February, the group still didn't return, and then a search party was deployed and put together for the to look for the missing group, of course. So. Um, they didn't find anything, and then the military came in, 
and uh, they were searching, search the place, they would search the place, and what they found was quite unusual, and to me it's like a little bit creepy as shit, because mm. uh, that, that was taking place on the 26th of February, so the camp of the hikers, which they found, was in total chaos, the wind and snow did the rest, and, and uh, the tent was already kind of buried, Yeah, but the hikers were still not there, they were not in the tent, they were not around that they couldn't be found so um they looked further into it and what they found was in the tents were their clothes like the the the, the thick found boots in there yeah. they found their socks in there whoa and uh one other thing they found was that the tent was cut that there was like uh i think it was um about 30 30 centimeters something like that was in the in the in the side of the tent ah from the outside or the inside no, it was it was from the inside so Ooh. so they probably sit in the tent and cut it from the inside so they could look out out of the tent right okay um huh. but still no no um no bodies no people nothing no no bodies no no well they found some footprints and they followed the footprints hmm um and uh excuse me i have to just look look that up right. um they found yeah they, at the edge of the nearby forest they found the first two bodies Ooh. frozen stiff of course um but both of them were barefooted footed so no whoa whatever no 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 clothes they just had their underwear on wow so whatever had taken place must have been so immense that they just ran around in the middle of the night without their uh, winter clothes in like minus 30 degrees and they was just fleeing. Now that's like, no, because my first thing at this point is, um, uh, sorry to cut you off, Sean, I know you were going to say something. Um, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, okay, go on then, I'll like, carry on, I'll make a note of this, carry no, on. Just, just go ahead, I'm just... Um... Oh no, I was going to say like, um, right, in that scenario, you're in like this place, freezing temperatures, even when you go to bed, no matter how warm your sleeping blanket or whatever you on might be, wouldn't you still be wearing like clothes just in case you have to get up in the middle of the night and go take a piss instead of having to get clothed up? You still have winter sort of clothing on, wouldn't you? In theory, when you have really good functioning sleeping bags, um, you you don't wear that very much because okay. the, the heat you generate would just reflect through mm. the clothes. Gotcha. And through the uh, sleeping uh, from the sleeping bag, so it would probably get you heated more up. Gotcha. Make, right. Make you make you probably sweat, so okay. everything gets wet and cold in the uh, in the end. All right, Sean. When we go camping, we've got to take Chase and Timo with us because they know their shit. Can we take? Awesome. Can we take some females as well, just so that we can? Yes. Even out the sauce of trust. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, continue with your story, Timo. I'm intrigued. This is um, good. A couple of hundred meters away from the first two bodies, there were another three bodies, dead bodies found. Hmm. The corpses of the other bodies were discovered a few months later. All bodies were recovered near the forest. So they... Um, flew or just ran out of their tent half naked towards the forest in the middle of the night by minus 35 degrees 
Okay. As you do. Okay. Yeah. So you get the idea. Hmm. Um, Some shit went down and they just all split in the same direction. Something, something must have went down. Hmm. Um, the, the bodies were taken to the, uh, uh, to the doctors, to the coroners, so they did an autopsy. And they found that two corpses had a smashed skull. Whoa. Which, which was not like, um, like really, really bad, but it was, uh, but, but the force that was used, um, must have been, or must, must have equal to, to a car accident. Wow. Because not only the, the, the skull, some, uh, two skulls were smashed in, but other, t uh, two others had broken ribs and one of the two women was missing a tongue plus the eyes. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, sorry, say that bit again. What were they? Um, one of oh, oh, what do you mean? No, 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 you, um, sorry, what, what was missing? You said, was it one tongue and some eyes? Yes, the tongue. Whoa, on just one person or two people? Yes, on, on one person the tongue was missing, Holy definitely. Shit. I'm not sure about the eyes thing because one of the persons, uh, because this person was, um, laying face down in the ground so so the face um probably got frozen with the with the ground sure yeah yeah oh my God. the eyes were missing so but the the tongue seemed to have been ripped out some say some Ooh. reports say um wow. then i got some got some other facts here um six of those people died of hypothermia yeah. three of three of deadly injuries whoa uh, no other traces of footprints were found at the site, so so they uh, they just found some footprints leading to leading them to uh, the nearby forest. That was one thing. Um, the victims died six to eight hours after they had their last meal. They could um, check that. Um, they left the camp themselves. They were not dragged. They were not whatever pushed or whatever. They they left them themselves. With their from their free will, um, one of the doctors said that the injuries couldn't be caused by human hands because the force used was so severe that you had to to generate that force somehow. Um, some of the clothes of the victims showed uh, high doses of radiation. Whoa! Holy shit! And the investigation was cancelled because they couldn't find any source responsible. They first thought it was a folk called the Manson, um, which was some, some like, how do you call it, indigene folk? Is like, that the correct term? Um, like, like the Indians? Oh, um, the, the, yeah, sorry, uh, ind indigenous folk, people that... Indigenous, indigenous, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it was the indigenous, indigenous folk, damn it. Um, they first thought they were the murderers, but... The, the theories just left that out because they first thought they would cross some some high sacred ground or whatever. Hmm. Uh, the theories for for this uh, incident are just so numerous. From a they they go from a military testing area for nuclear tests or to to UFOs. The Russian Yeti is is one of the Russian um, Yetis. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's called the Mink. It's it it there there, there is. Um, yeah, like the Russian Bigfoot. It, it's mm. seen every everywhere in, in in Russia, in Canada. They they even have it in uh, South America or in in Asia. Yeah. 
which is called the Orang Pendek, as, as far as I remember. Wow. So they all have their own Bigfoot. So Russia also has their own. Um, the newest theory said it was some kind of atmospheric electricity, like lightning bolt, something like that. So um, there were um, some other things left out of the official report. As I found out, it was said that one of the victims or, or the, that the skin of the victims was kind of tanned, like a little bit brown, and the hair were was right when they're white when they were buried i mean I, i'm not sure if that's correct or not but that's something i picked up hmm. um there was definitely a high dose of radiation was uh, recorded but the source of the radiation was never found uh, there was another group of hikers about 50 kilometers away and they saw something some strange lights in the sky or whatever could have been missiles, could have been UFOs, what, whatever, I, I don't know, should, because I wasn't there, I wasn't even planned at that time, so. Hmm. That was it, that's the story of the Diablo incident. Damn, so, um, what's, uh, what year was this was again? Diablo. When did, Excuse me? When did this happen? Uh, 1959. Wow, holy shit. And they still don't, don't have any, any idea what whatever might have been the reason for those to well, die. Go on, Sean. What do you think? Um, yeah, hit me, dude. Okay. Okay, so the first couple of things that I thought of was, um, yeah, it was the Yetis. Mm -hmm. um, um, then I thought some sort of a Russian spy program. Then um, That's not bad, some sort actually. of a military, <laughs> military testing of some sort. Um, <laughs> How would that go? Well, military testing. Just like a bunch of like, yeah, there's like zero on some campus and be like, we shall make them run out into the winter on their underwear. I mean, well, no, why? The, like, and then we shall take out one of their tongues. <laughs> no, so maybe like the military, like, oh, you know, it's whatever, this is 1959, tensions are high between like every country on the face of the planet. Um, we'll go test a new drug on some unsuspecting campers. Let's Let's get them high or get them tripping on some sort of a new experimental <laughs> um, which we want to give to our Russian soldiers which is supposed to uh, turn them into a super soldier and that's what happens and then they just they freak they freak the fuck out it gives okay. some of them it increases the adrenaline some of them so that they actually when they do attack each other maybe it would explain how they could um, exert that much force yeah um, it drives them psychotic, so when the other people are yelling or screaming, you know, they, they tear out their tongues. Um, maybe they were having massive hallucinations off of these drugs, and they tore their own eyes out. Um, and it, it's well known, like, when you are super high, like, depending on what drug you're on, but let's say if it's something that was, like, PCP-based, you get really fucking hot, or so I hear, and you're burning up, so they would explain why they would have just run out of their, their tents, um, you know, almost ass naked. But then, um, like, how do you explain the uh, the losing the tongue thing and stuff? Okay, so two of the guys were having a really bad trip, and uh, <laughs> the, the people, the people, uh, that, and the guy that lost his tongue, he was doing a lot of shouting, and they got annoyed with with him making so much noise. That so was they tore his tongue out. <laughs> He's he like, game over, man, game over. Um, I mean, it could, I, it could. I'm just obviously spitballing here, because as Timo said, none of us were around. Um, 
maybe they spread, you know, the military spread whatever this new drug is uh, through um, a small missile which had some radiation in it, and that's how radiation got into the system. And that's why the hikers that were 50 miles away saw a small, tiny light or explosion of some sorts. Mm. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, uh, the the Russians came in and they wiped away all of their footprints and cleaned it up and just left them out there to die because it didn't work. Okay, so that, you know what, either dudes? That, either that or um, they picked some berries on their way <laughs> um, and it had the same effect. They were poisoned berries and they freaked <laughs> the fuck out again. Same thing, um, and the, the berries were slightly mutated because of Russian experiments with the nuclear weapons, with the Dude, nuclear vessels. Or something. Yeah. You should write a book or something like some sci-fi conspiracy. Oh, dude, yeah, you know, but the fucking hell, man. Story of my life, my dream. Write this kind of shit. We're working on it. Okay, so I've got. I like your ideas, dude, and I've only got one thing that. Uh, wait, wait, I've got. One, I've got one more thing. No. Okay, go on then. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just, just want to hit it. So I don't want you to steal my thunder, just in case. No, mine's going to so, debunk everything. But so you go for it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. So um, actually, I got two more. Two more very quick theories. Oh, for fuck's okay, sake! First one is. First one is it was. Asshole. It was two women. At, Two women and eight men. One of the guys turned around, so two women and seven men. Uh, the seven men, while they were out there, they turned into a bunch of perverts and decided to try and, decided to try and gangbang the two chicks, and they just hawked the fuck out and killed everybody. Because, you know, fuck them all. Yeah. You won't like okay. me when I'm horny. And the women were like, hey, you won't like us when we're horny. Um, <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, my last one is the one guy that turned around you know, uh, a couple of days in because he was sick. Mm. It's all just a ruse. He had a carefully plotted plan to murder all nine of his friends because of something they did to him earlier in the week. They didn't buy him a drink or something. So he followed them, and then he and then he scared the shit out of them and made them run out of the tents ass naked. And he ran around killing them one by one, and then realized what he had done and he had massive like remorse over it so he took his own life by ripping out his own tongue and then 60 years later the footage was found and made into a tv movie actually there there is a movie about oh my god which is called devil pass i think devil pass i need to add that to my list like a little bit going to the uh, of the direction of, of the blair witch project movie and found footage shit you know no, yeah, well, it makes sense because it's an easy story to do with something like that. Now, my only thing, my only question, because it's a fucking awesome story. I mean, apart from the fact that tragedy happened, which is quite sad. But that aside, not to dismiss it quickly or anything like that. But um, now, with all of these people, I know it's in 1959, you said. Yes. Are there any, was there any note of, like, with these the bodies and stuff, like, any defensive wounds? So... Could you, could you rule out the fact that they weren't fighting amongst each other? They were literally like running from something and just died because of exposure to the coldness? Or does it look like there might have been a struggle somewhere? Are there any kind of indications? Uh, the, the, the reports I, I read on the internet never said anything about a fight. Yeah, that's interesting. And one actually said that there was no... Um, uh, there, there, there was no, no real um, possibility that there was a fight happening. Mm, sure. So, 
all the and 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 the injury injuries because I mean uh, I think about yeah it was it was uh, six six of them died of hypothermia so mm. so they there were there, there wasn't a fight or something like that I mean because of the the, the cold and um, the long time the, the the corpse were in the cold probably the the uh, noses were fallen off just just because of the froze uh, of the freezing cold yeah. you know and and the the fingertips and the toes and something like that but there was no real See, fight happening there they couldn't find anything about that so that's 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 sort of the first thing that i would look at i'm like okay so there's no indication that they're fighting but somehow some dude like toes and fingers and maybe eyes if your face planted the floor and in the snow i get but some dude lost his tongue and you can't explain that and then the radiation what the fuck's with that where did that come from so so one of the theories says uh they, they stumbled the, the the hikers came off course a little bit yeah that uh, happens because of the snowstorm hmm. that was happening and uh they they just decided to to make camp somewhere um so one theory says they stumbled accidentally into a testing area hmm. so that could be where um what was happening because um, let's let's just say the the Russian military just was testing nuclear stuff in in this particular part of, of Russia. The the people saw it in the tent, or maybe they they just saw some some lights, some mm. funny things, strange things, heard strange noises, and they were like really really frightened and maybe just just cut uh, in, into the tent just to see out, uh, just to look out to see if, if there is something happening. That's reasonable. When, when they, they, they saw that the shit was hitting the fan, they were just starting to just to run to, uh, to, to run to the, uh, towards the forest. Mm. Obviously they, they uh, in my opinion, they obviously um, looked for shelter in the forest. I mean, which was like kind of stupid because they had no really, they didn't have any clothes on. Mm. So, I, um, I I think that they, they looked for shelter in the forest. Maybe just come back later to the tent to to pick the to pick up their stuff. Maybe. But they all they, they all got slaughtered basically either due to weathering yeah. or and obviously something happened for like tongues and stuff to be ripped out. So that and there were, I'm guessing obviously there, there were no survivors, no one to tell the tale of. No what one. might have happened. See, so so ah. the, the Russian military just just was scanning the area and <coughs> bless you, dude. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and um, the report, the, the reports were just uh, didn't didn't say anything in particular about that. So some some say it was the mink, this Russian Bigfoot, who just said, "You you guys don't go into my territory, then I will just fuck you." Hmm. Yeah, and um, they like may maybe they spotted him. That's what the one of the theories say. Maybe they spotted him and they just panicked, ran out, and he was and he was saying, "Okay, you run, I'll follow you, and then I kick your butt." Yeah, but see, take I... out your tongue. <laughs> take out your tongue while I'm... yeah, as a trophy. So maybe because the woman was maybe just screaming too much that the man, if he was it or whatever it was, yeah. just said, "Just shut the fuck up." Or, I'm taking your tongue, so you will be quiet now. 
See, I was I thinking, as you, ex- like as you explain in the story, I was thinking, well, you know, this could be um, some sort of creature or some assassin type. I mean, why assassin would be out there, I don't know. Uh, sort of a bunch of hikers. <laughs> but, like, you then, like, every time I was coming up with an idea, you you just, like, sort of, like, um, deleting the possibilities because it's like, you know, you say there's no footprints of anybody else. Now, even in, even in 1959, like... If you leave footprints and like you try, you brushed it over with snow or like sand or what if you're in the desert sand, that those prints are still there. So an investigative team should, in theory, be able to track stuff. And any like experienced tracker will be able to notice shit without footprint. You don't need footprints to track stuff. You're looking at, uh, I don't know. I think the mystery thing there is, is that there are so many things coming together, like this yeah. radiation thing yeah, that, yeah. that tongue is missing and this this panic thing that happened and everything. They, it's, it was like that they took something out of every genre of the conspiracy or mystery stuff and just put it together yeah. into one thing. But um, I think the creepy thing is that this actually happen i mean there the, the reports are there the, the recordings are there i've even um saw pictures of the corpses in in on the internet just need to google for them um, yeah. you will find the corpses uh, not the corpses but the pictures of the corpses so um <laughs> yeah. it is all documented somehow so it, it's just so strange and and kind of creepy i mean what what would you do if if you were like in, in minus 30 fucking degrees outside and you just run in your underwear out of your tent just to a nearby forest just to die there or what it's just just doesn't make any sense and that's what uh, in my opinion makes this a lot creepier than the mm. common story because that's real that happened it is quite... what, what it was and and who did it or who did not or if it was the government or was it just a military testing site which they stumbled upon or was like the oh it was Michael Jackson or whatever. You know what? As you as you were telling the story, I was thinking to myself, you know what? It is somewhat creepy because I'm like I'm down here in this like big massive empty room and uh and I can that I can see through the conservatory to the outside and it's all pitch black out there. And I'm just like, this is somewhat creepy. And it's making me a bit uneasy, but I mean, I'm I'm cool. I'm not in the winter, and I've got my tongue, so it's all good <laughs> for now. You've got your tongue. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's a. Uh, from. It sounds from Scott Chains to. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, but no, that's that is a damn good story. I mean, it's one of those things like no matter every theory you throw out there of like, oh, I could be this. You're then just like, well, how does that explain this? How does that explain the radiation? And when you explain that, it's like, okay, but how do you explain the losing of the tongue thing that, I mean, you, it's, I mean, I don't know if anybody's tried it and if you have fair play, but it's not that easy to just to rip out a tongue unless you've got like a knife or a screwdriver or something handy. It's, also, if you see the, the other three people who were injured with the, with the, smashed in skulls and the broken ribs yeah oh yeah the caved in the skulls a big amount of force applied to them so yeah i would like not natural i would so. honestly i would honestly like thinking about it as largely as possible all things considered i would probably say that somehow like the very 
the, the biggest contributing factor could very well be the radiation because hmm. um, they were out there for as long as they were. Um, the theory of them stumbling across some sort of a testing site or a former testing site could very well play into it. Because if you've got radiation sickness or radiation poisoning, it takes a little while for it to sink in. And then you couple that with being out in the freezing cold um, and you've got radiation poisoning, you might be hallucinating. You know, there's any number of things that could be going on inside your head. You're burning up, you're cold. Um, you start hearing or seeing things, and then everyone just freaks out. But that doesn't explain the uh, the injuries, no, like 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 the smashing skull and the broken ribs, just leaving if, I mean, if, leaving if, the tongue outside, but uh, to the side. If, but if, you, if if you're hallucinating and you're and you're that sick or you're going through that much trouble, um, people obviously react to it differently. So you might have had certain ones that, or one person that attacked a couple other people, smashing their skull in. Um, the ripping out of the tongue. I don't know. Maybe he decided to lick a tree, and his tongue got stuck. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's again, out there. even though it's 1959, you would there would still be evidence surrounding this to kind of explain that. Like, even if like the guy was that so much um, freaking out on radiation that he just grabbed his own tongue and just ripped it out, there would be evidence of that. Like, you'd have blood all over his hands, and no doubt the tongue nearby his hand. Before he passed out, just out of curiosity, the one guy that turned around who was sick, I'm assuming that he made it back home. No. Uh, actually, I didn't uh, find too much about him. Um, I just read that he was just he just did return to 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 one of the um, one of the campsites and went home afterwards. But I didn't. Uh, that they usually had their focus on the on the dead people. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. It was the random man in Russia in the snow with radiation. But 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 I'm just I'm just wondering because the the one guy that turned around, he said he was feeling sick. Could so, have been like, radiation. A good a good, a yeah. good investigator could have been like, oh, he was with the group at the beginning. Let's mm. go see him. Maybe he fucking died in a hospital of radiation poisoning weeks later. Yeah, and had they gone to see. Maybe mm, I they, they could have. Hmm. Okay. That's a damn good story. That is that is interesting. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. That I'm worried about telling my stories now. But well, yeah. Love it. That was a really good, really good story, dude. Thanks for um for bringing that. Thanks for freaking us the fuck out. <clears throat> yeah, and especially me being down here in the in the in the bloody dark. Um, and you're so fucking welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I just wish that I get taken down now on the podcast by some mysterious creature. Please. No, I don't. Come on, dude. Don't do that to us. I don't. Especially since I can't see what's going on. It would just be all... all oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll wait till, yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait till you can like, get a video footage of it then. You can see me being dragged off and screaming for help. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah that, that will make it better. All right, Sean. Do you want to do? Uh, do you want to do one of mine or one of yours? Um, uh, let's I, say I just, I just, might I just interrupt? Uh, the the last one, the last survivor, just died. Uh, I think two thousand thirteen. Holy shit! And has he ever explained or described the story or explained what happened? Is there a book that I'm uh, there are some there are some books about the story, but uh, not from that guy. I mean, because he just turned around because uh, before everything oh, before it happened. Yeah, off. gotcha. See, he should he should have cashed in on that moment. He should have been like, "Yeah, I was there," and just made up a story. Yeah, 
rent a book and sold some money. <laughs> Why That's not? That's what we do today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he could have been a pioneer into it, but no, he was. He kept it true. So the rest he could have done a week. Yeah, he could have done a weekly podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is his own secret radio station somewhere in Russia, in the snow. Yeah, I know what happens. Secret, I'm secret military base. Yeah, he just like pirates his uh, his broadcast signal into Russian TV and European TVs and stuff, explaining what really happened. Yeah, but uh, wow, uh, fucking hell, we just, there's a script to be written there, dude. <laughs> Again. <laughs> What about some guy that's podcasting out in the middle of the Siberian? Yeah, who survived <laughs> and is trying to like um, uh, broadcast what happened, but you know. But he, but he's not reaching anybody because he's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, covered, surrounded by winter and radiation and bears, and well, that's some bears in there and. And bad stuff. Wi-Fi. Yeah, bad Wi-Fi. Yeah, bad 19, Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Nineteen fifty-nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking no Wi-Fi. Yeah, true story. No cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so what do you want to do next? This little, this little apartment that I'm sitting in, where it's just me, has all of a sudden gotten really, really creepy. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, let's bring you out of the dark a little bit. Um, now, I feel one of my stories will just take you to a scarier place. So, do you want to hit yours, dude? Okay, so mine's not very, very specific, but it is a theory that. That what? fascinates me. I thought it was very well, specific. It is, no, it is. It's very specific, but there. I mean, there's tons of like rumored stories about these things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of not a well-known conspiracy. It's a well-known conspiracy. People know about this shit. Okay, so it's not going to be any surprise. But I um, was reading up on some stuff about the Bermuda Triangle. What did you find out, dude? Um, well, it, it's not it, honestly. It's nothing that is probably going to be news to anybody. But I would be interested to find out what your guys' theories on it are. But the very brief history with regards to the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. um, just in case you know, for for anybody that's in here on this conversation or listening, um, the size of the quote unquote triangle does vary quite significantly depending on who's writing about it or who's reporting on it. So it ranges anywhere from 500,000 square miles to 1.5 million square miles in um, in size. Um, but the general area is kind of from the tip of Florida uh, across to Puerto Rico and then to Bermuda. And then there's a mythical or imaginary triangle that's written in there. Holy um, shit, it's it that is close n- to America. Oh, yeah. How oh, yeah. do you, And how do you get a square mile in a triangle? Uh, well, it's general surface area. Okay. See, you just debunked all that shit. <laughs> that was easy. Boom! Done. <laughs> um, like I say, depending on who's writing about it, it does the the the, the size of the uh, quote unquote triangle um, does vary uh, quite significantly, um, and it's not officially recognized by any. Coast Guard agency or any oceanographers or anything like that. Um, so you won't find it officially on any maps as a quote-unquote triangle, but that's generally the area that it takes place in. Um, the the theory or the conspiracy or what happens is every now and again a ship or an airplane disappears uh, within the triangle, 
Um, some people that have tried to debunk it um, have said that um, the whether it's the plane of the ship when it disappears, it's not within the uh, the area of the triangle. <laughs> but because the size <laughs> of it varies so much, you know, that's kind of a, a bit of a uh, a weak thing to say. Um, the disappearances go back as far as the late 1800s, 1850, uh, where there was a uh, supposed disappearance of a, uh, uh, a sailing ship. Um, two separate crews went missing. Um, so first the ship sailed through the triangle and a crew went missing. And then when they found the boat, they put another second or another crew on it and they sailed back through again. Um, and then the whole Holy fucking thing disappeared. Um, and that could be down to pirates or any number of things. But that was kind of, that's one of the first documented times. And then since then, you've had the disappearance of um, the USS Cyclops as it was departing from the island of Barbados and it went through the triangle. Um, that was on March 4th, 1918. Um, and then it's two sister ships. Uh, the Protus and the Neurus uh, were subsequently lost in the North Atlantic during World War II. Um, and they were reportedly sailing quite close to the Triangle as well. Then in 1919, uh, a uh, five-masted schooner disappeared. So another sailing ship. Uh, in 1945, which is probably one of the most famous disappearances, there was a training flight um, of five torpedo bombers that departed from uh, Fort Lauderdale in Florida, and they were doing a training exercise, um, and I they disappeared. What, all five yeah, of all, them? Yeah, all five planes disappeared uh, flying over the Bermuda Triangle. Holy the, shit, I should have known about the that. Squad, yeah, the squad leader reported uh, kind of some weird stuff when his last um, transmissions over the radio saying... That um, it looks like fight, white foamy water. No, wait, it's green water. Uh, kind of incoherent in what he was saying. And then they all just vanished. Um, and then the fucking rescue plane that was then sent to search the area disappeared as well. Hmm. Um, Holy shit. 1940, 1948, there's two more airplanes that uh, disappear uh, going through the triangle. And the list kind of continues on. So there is now, okay, in the grand scheme of things, uh, apparently according to uh, various official bodies and stuff, there is no more or less disappearances in this particular region of water than there is um, anywhere else in the ocean. Um, but it's just, I guess, credence is given to it by the fact that certain people have written about it and they've um, made it sound more mysterious than it possibly is. Um but I think, uh, well, there's definitely a conspiracy there. I, uh, the, the, the theories range from alien abduction uh, to time travel to wormholes um, to uh, the lost city of Atlantis is buried down there somewhere and there's ancient technology that is transporting them to another location. <laughs> yeah, it's all Aquaman's um, fault. He's <laughs> just like dragging shit down, but um, it wasn't just. Uh, I mean, obviously, you mentioned like a whole shit ton of ships and stuff, and some planes and stuff. But um, I know there's been like a, a lot of um, more like 
even like I mean ships and stuff is kind of weird enough, but air traffic. I know there's been a lot of um, planes that have gone down in that area as well, just without explanation at all. So over the decades, well, there's, there's, there's not a lot of reported plane crashes, but they're just planes disappearing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that. Now, one of the things that leads toward that is apparently there is a region within the in the triangle. Um, where is it? Which says that. Um, it is one of the, one of or maybe one of the only points in the world where I think it's magnetic north and true north um, are exactly the same. I don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things, but apparently it can play havoc on compasses or something like that. So if you're not a very good navigator, then one when if you hit that point, yeah. it can obviously throw you off course. No, yeah, I've heard that um, um, that story before. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are other things as well that is more or that can be explained. Uh, one of the theories in the grand scheme, well, from a, from a sailing, from like a ship's perspective, makes sense, which is um, there could be pockets of methane, which is a natural forming gas. Hmm. Um, and basically, if these pockets burst or if they, they, they rise to the surface or if it's basically kind of like an uh, underwater mud volcano, it changes the density of the water. So if you're sailing over it or sailing around the area at that particular point, the water is no longer able to hold the ship afloat, and yeah. you can sink really, really fast. Um, so the theory goes. Um, so you don't have a sunken ship. Hmm. No, it doesn't explain the planes. It only would explain the ships. Um, and then if the, if the ship sinks that quickly or if it gets broken apart or anything, then you also have running through the Bermuda Triangle what's called the Gulf Stream, which is basically like an underwater river. Um, and it moves at 2.5 meters per second. So theoretically, if you hit a methane pocket, sunk, the ship got wrecked, and then you ended up in the Gulf Stream, you, the, the, the wreckage would just get washed away and would never get found. Hmm. But for me, that's too much coincidence. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, I like, yeah, nice where you come from. Yeah, so I lean so towards... I think it's either the Kraken, because that's what go to for anything that happens in the ocean. The Kraken. The Kraken. He always goes the, for the Kraken when it comes to the ocean. It's the Kraken. The Kraken. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, that could explain planes, because it's big, it's got massive tentacles. It <laughs> fucking flips up in the air, grabs the plane, pulls them down. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it's the spaghetti monster. That's it. Yes. And it, um, it took a holiday, and that describes what happened to the Malaysian air flight earlier on. Yeah, every once in a while it's got to branch away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, Damn. exactly. No, Bermuda Triangle um, is definitely a um, a an interesting, creepy, weird type thing. A lot of people are a lot less. I mean, I remember in uh, more so, I think like late eighties, maybe early nineties. It was a big thing. Everyone was like, "No, I'm terrified of the Bermuda." Bermuda Triangle and uh, it barely comes up in conversation these days so I guess everybody's okay with it and I guess not much has gone missing or whatever but um, well there's I mean there's a there, it's, it's quite a major shipping lake so yeah, there's a okay. lot of traffic that goes through there there's a lot of flights that go through the Triangle there's a lot of uh, commercial mm. ships there's a lot of cruise liners that go through as well um, so there's you know, yeah, damn. Not, there's not that much incident, so yeah. maybe you know that's that, that interesting thing. Yeah, uh, like 
the 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 incidents you were describing all happened in the early 20th century mm. right yes so what happened to the rest of the century yeah so, so there any any other uh, bigger incidents so if, if you would say like um in, in the first half of the 20th century there were like 20 ships or or planes disappearing then it should be 40 till the end of the century you know what i mean mm. yeah no that's a good point which which leads like that i mean that would lead theoretically it could lead credence to like there was some other force at work and it finished whatever it was doing whether it was research or maybe it was the u.s government conducting experiments in the area or the same fucking russians that were you know kidnapping people out in the middle of um moscow or you know the fucking Ural mountains um like you know doing more more experiments there and it found out what it needed to find out so the you know the, the government's finished learning what they needed to learn they finished fucking around with wormholes decided <laughs> it wasn't a viable form of power and just stopped um i don't know but it's it's nothing it's something that okay there are scientific explanations for it but one scientific explanation like covers the sea side of it but doesn't cover the air and then another scientific explanation comes the air and not the sea. But then all of a sudden everything just kind of stops. So is it a case of our technology has advanced to the point where whatever could be going on scientifically, we've we've managed to take oh, that into account? We've managed to outsmart or, the Kraken and get around it. We yeah. managed to outsmart yeah, or you know, the Kraken has moved off closer towards like, you know, the Asian countries, which is why Malaysian Airlines is losing a plane every five seconds. Um, <laughs> or do they or was it shit? <laughs> or, um, or was it or was it something that's non scientific and uh, it's just done? I don't know. Interesting. What do you think it is, Tima? I don't have a clue. I mean it it is uh kind of strange that it was all happening in, in the first half of the, the 20th century. So it should have been happened or it should have happened already till now, again, if at least like 10 times. But, um, I mean, the, the, the science, do you know the multiverse theory? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So maybe there's a connection. So uh, based on the on the theory that there are like many many other versions of our universe, maybe they just have some special places where they connect. Something like that could be. I mean, that's pretty far off, but I don't get anything or, or quite near better explanation for that because I don't think it's it's um, like alien stuff. Wouldn't say yeah. that. Uh, that that that's yeah, really yeah. hard to 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 tell to speculate. I mean, you just stick to the speculation. You can, you don't have any scientific proof. I mean, the 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 um, uh, the vehicles rely on on the radar and compass and everything. And when the magnetic field of the Earth probably has been tampered with or uh, has just been I don't know not working right maybe or whatever so the instruments got just fucked up and maybe that's why they crashed in the sea and were never found again but I don't have a clue 
it's one of those world mysteries that will never be solved. I think maybe there's like a malfunctioning teleportation device like somewhere way down there. And it was on the fritz, um, and it was at the, at the peak of its um, malfunctioning, you know, kind of in the earlier part of the 20th century. And then eventually, finally, it just broke. And uh, there are some random fish and a few sailors and some pilots that it just ended up... Um, in the Nexus. Teleported. Reminds me yeah, some of the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, that's why. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, I, mean, I, 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 mean, that's, 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 see that's, I went with Star Trek and he went with Philadelphia Experiment. That's brilliant. But I mean, the Philadelphia Experiment is, like an, is another <coughs> kind of like conspiracy theory. It is, that's yeah. All yeah. Like man, that's all man-made science, fucking around with things that really we shouldn't fuck about with. So who's to say that the around the same time? Yeah, they, they weren't doing that kind of shit. Or it's a byproduct of the Philadelphia Experiment. Or, or that. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. High, it's, it's some interesting shit. Knowing my luck, I'll get on a cruise ship and I'll actually find myself because the one time that something will happen again in any of our lifetimes will be when I'm sailing through it. Well, just make sure you're recording I, it when you do it. Take a selfie. Yeah, as I get... <laughs> <laughs> take a selfie, okay, tweet it, and record it on film. And record it, yeah. And as yeah. I get sucked through a worm, I'll throw my phone back out. Yeah, and if it. you need to rip somebody's tongue out to like use as a rope to, cat, you know, to save yourself, do it. <laughs> I'll just throw my phone, and as the phone is sailing away from me, and the, and the mic is on, I'll be like, "Good journey." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like that, cool. dude. No, so, yeah, that's good. The only thing, I mean, I hadn't heard about the. Um, obviously, I've heard about the Bermuda Triangle, but I've not looked into it for oh, so many years now. And the last thing I um, heard about it was somebody, some. I don't know some scientists was like, oh, it's all to do about the the gases in that area of the the water and stuff. Gases from God knows what. I guess um, the kraken farting and stuff, uh, and seabeds yeah, I mean, moving and sh- and shit. And but I was just like, like you said earlier on, boats and uh, like ships and stuff. They've been on planes. They've been like traveling through this area for so long now, over the last few decades, without incident. Like back 20 years ago, it was a big thing. Now it happens all the time. People go through it. There's no problem. So it kind of is like almost kind of forgotten about, I feel. But yeah, um, it, is, it is a little bit. Yeah. But you never want to forget these things because that's when they will sneak up on you and bite in the ass. Well, hopefully it's the people that forget about them that get bit in the ass. But not us because we know. We're ready for yes, it. Yes, we do. We're going to go around yes, it. Yes, we do. We're going to go through it. You know what we need? What you know we what we need? What? We need like some sort of an advanced tracker on Lydia the shark. She can go there and check it out for us. Right. I will work on that. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, I'll email Osearch or whoever they are and be like, hey, can you send Lydia into the Bermuda Triangle? I want to test something. <laughs> yes. And can you send her in there with a video camera? Yeah, but she's and a, and, a, and a selfie stick. <laughs> she's a badass shark, though. She'll, um, she'll, she'll get to it. Okay, so um, come. go on. What's she gonna do? To come back bigger, bigger and better than ever. She come back with like human intelligence. And yeah, with human tongues and thumb. radiation and like missing body parts and stuff. <laughs> Everything has been sucked God. into this little portal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one I've got 
and you guys probably already know the story already and have heard it, but it's about the ship back in the 1800s, the Murray Celeste. <laughs> you guys heard of this? No, never. Okay. No, not not so. I. You guys just like playing around? Are you just seriously? <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, okay, cool. Okay, oh, I thought it was uh, really well known. I heard of this when I was a kid. Damn. Okay, so the Mary Celeste was uh, a ship that left the uh, New York from Staten Island, of all places, whoop, whoop, on November 5th, um, 18-something or other. Uh, I think it was 1876, I want to say off the top of my head. Uh, but there was a couple of weather conditions, so uh, as they were leaving, they were like, ooh, big storm there, don't want to go through that just yet. So they waited a couple of days, as you do, because uh, there's back in the 1800s there was no rush so they waited a couple of days then they set sail and then you're right sean yeah good <laughs> and then um on uh there's a lot of stuff that happens so like in between i don't know how to go about this uh yeah i did the in between story so there was a ship nearby after this uh, uh the Mary celeste set sail as it were there was another ship nearby in New Jersey, of all places, Sean, New Jersey. And yep. it was called, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but I want to say the, the, uh, the Gracia. Uh, spellings D-E-I and then G-R-A-T-I-A. The Gracia? The Gracia. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go. Yeah, well, he's more like Spanish-oriented than me or whatever. So, yeah, so they were loading petroleum and uh, heading out for Gibraltar. Because, yeah, that's what you do. You load up petroleum and head out. They were heading for Gibraltar. But this was uh, back in, like, beginning of November. And then mysteriously on November, uh, sorry, not November, December 4th, around 1 p.m., according to the internet, land time. I don't know what that is. Um... Uh, a ship was spotted six miles away from the De Gracia. Is that what we're calling it? De Gracia. Yeah, De Gracia. Sailing erratically, and the sails were somewhat unusual in our configuration. So uh, the captain straight away was like, "This is this is not normal. I, you know, we need to investigate. Something's going on." So he did the humane thing of like me to investigate, like you know, find out they need help or something, because he knew something was up. And then they, uh, he got on. He, after they sort of like uh, got, I guess that's like kind of like the moon landing. They had to get around the ship and then sail up beside it with the speed and try and match the speed and uh, direction and stuff. And uh, whilst they're doing this, they noticed nobody was could be seen on deck. There was no one there. So they eventually boarded the ship. And uh, throughout the investigation, they found nobody on board. So I'm going to give you the facts here. I'm going to run through an entire list, and you guys can make up your mind about it however you want. But here are the facts of what they found or didn't find on the ship. Okay, one, there was no crew on the ship when they boarded it. Two, no signs of foul play at the time. Three, uh, the crew... There was on that left, obviously on the ship, and were never heard from again in the entire history of mankind so far. Uh, four, 
no blood and no signs of struggle throughout the entire ship. Uh, there was no food prepared or being prepared to any kind of sign of indication of like they were cooking lunch, but something happened and they were like to jump ship. Uh, there was some water on the boat in the main hall area, which is about three and a half feet deep. But considering apparently the ship of its size was not a concern. And I'll explain a bit more details of how long it might have taken for that water to get on board. Uh, also, uh, the only things missing on the ship were some paperwork from the captain's personal quarters or bedroom, whatever you want to call it, quarters, I guess it is, um, and some instruments, as well as the one and only lifeboat that was on the ship. Also, the, the last log that the captain and first mate and all that lot make every single day and stuff, the last log was made nine days before the ship was found, uh, emptied. Uh, there was damage to the hull, inconclusive of anything they can think of like because they thought about like maybe piracy and they were thinking about what could have made this damage to the hole and uh, at the time for and for many decades they were unable to establish what kind of item could have caused damage to the hole and um the last part was that they were missing um some sails which might have been weather conditioned but you never know because they went for nine days apparently in theory, without a crew, so sails might have been ripped off due to weather. Who knows? So, Sean, any questions? Yes. Go for it. What was the last log entry? Um, was uh, Captain's log started twenty four six three forty two? No, I'm kidding. Still found no <laughs> intelligent life on this Yeah, we are in the sea, and we're being attacked by some unknown creature. I don't know. Um, uh, there was no... Uh, they don't get the details. I think that you could probably find the uh, the log in a museum somewhere if you're uh, Indiana Jones and want to go find it. Um, but I don't have the exact details of what the log was. As for everything that I've read up so far, everything was good. Not just his log, but all the diaries and letters to family and stuff. They were all literally um, like good um, up-to-date info saying, you know, we're on our way to wherever and everything's going well and we've not hit any problems and look forward to seeing you soon and you know look forward to giving you a hard one and all that kind of stuff literally it was all like good information and stuff nothing to indicate that anything was wrong whatsoever hmm. okay um interesting um, <laughs> that was my main question because well no i was just thinking that that was my main question um, because if he said, like, you know, a uh, strange black pirate ship on the horizon, um, uh, worried for my crew, and yeah. then all of a sudden they disappeared, then okay. it would make sense. Well, I'll give you... It would make sense. So I'll give that's you, fine. I'll give you a bit Sorry, more to the story if you want. There was the... Um, as they left, as I said, um, which was, I think, uh, November 5th, at the time that they left, there was another ship down by New Jersey, which I mentioned, um, uh, getting loaded up with uh, petroleum. Now, they left a few days after the Mary Celeste left. Now, it's a big ship, and it was a lot slower, so there's no way they could have caught up, and I mentioned that for a reason. Now, it was that ship, and the captains, allegedly, and this comes from 
only one witness, or I say witness, but it was the it wasn't even a witness. It was a the fifty. It was a widow of the captain of the Mary Celeste, who at this point had been married for like fifty years or something. So she was like really old, and told a story once, and everyone was like, "Okay, we don't know if that's true or not." So they just kind of wrote it down and forgot about it. But she says that uh, she thinks that the captain of the Mary Celeste, who was Captain Briggs, and the captain of the other ship, which I don't know the name of, we'll just call him Captain Dude for now, um, that they might have known each other. Now, because ironically, it was this Captain Dude that found the Mary Celeste, apparently at sea, just like, the, the sailing wasn't like quite right. It was doing erratic maneuvers. The sails were all kind of um, disfigured and not how they should have been. And he managed to like go around and board the ship and try and figure out what's going on. So there's like some theories of like, you know, there was a mutiny that happened or, you know, maybe it was a piracy thing. Now, the thing from the piracy point of view to point out is that everything on the ship was pretty much intact. All the fuel and alcohol, food, did I say fuel? Well, the food and alcohol and everything on the ship was still there. Everybody's personal belongings were still on the ship. Now, this was only a ship manned by like seven or eight people, so there wouldn't have been that much. But everything was pretty much there. Everything was pretty much unsettled, um, or settled rather. So there wasn't, apart from the water in the main hall, there was no indication that there's any struggle or anything was wrong whatsoever, apart from some of the stuff that was missing, including the lifeboat. But then that begs the question, if they did abandon ship, why did they do it? Because the, 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 the boat itself was seaworthy and there was no issues with it. Um, okay, so I've got, I've got one resounding like, theory, which I think is probably the most likely. Okay. I'll hit that one for last. Oh. Um, um, based on the fact that the lifeboat was, was, was missing, it leads me to believe that the crew possibly abandoned ship um you mentioned a little bit of water in the in some of the cabins or something like that maybe about three three feet yeah um or something like that i i can only say this because i've actually seen them in florida but um like water spouts which are basically water tornadoes or tornadoes where uh the tornado makes uh, hits the water and it you get a water spout yeah um Maybe if that kind of a thing kind of happens um, while they were out at sea or something like that, it could give the impression of the the ship taking on water. If they come across a tornado that's you know it's turned into a water spout and it comes over the boat, it could explain the sails getting ripped up. It could explain a little bit of damage. Maybe um, they think they're taking on water. There's only sort of seven or eight of them. Um, they panic. They decide, fuck it, we're going to get the hell out of here. Jump on it and head off. And the reason that they're never seen from again is because it was. A tiny ass little lifeboat, and they just died out at sea. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, they went through the Bermuda Triangle and disappeared. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, that's uh, that's another good, uh, completely plausible reason. Um, I do. Um, yeah. Like. Mm. No, um, and then. Yeah. Go on. My 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 final one, and and we all know that this is absolutely true. Um, that it was the Kraken. The Kraken again. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It, I think it was Cthulhu. Well, Cthulhu. that does add into the theory of, like, there was damage to the side of the hull, which they couldn't 
even today they can't explain what caused um uh, some of the marks that have appeared in the hole like there's like there's no tool back in that day that they would have used to try and like breach the hole or get into it or anything like that so the theories that are running around at the moment is one there was a mutiny which okay if that's the case there would have been chaos on the ship so yeah and there would have been such a struggle there would have been such a struggle there would have been blood but there was none of that and even if the guy who mutinied was like right all of you all the rest of you six or seven people go on the lifeboat fuck off what happened to that dude um piracy if it was piracy why didn't they take any of the food or like more importantly the alcohol that was on the ship because they had like barrels of it and none of it was touched all the personal items and you know um stuff of the crew all of it was still in their rooms and untouched so piracy is kind of out the window uh one of the interesting points was insurance fraud because apparently back in 1876 you had uh insurance companies still um so i guess maybe yeah. they thought like oh if we jump off uh, on the uh, lifeboat and say we had to leave and we let the boat crash maybe we'll claim on the insurance but maybe they didn't quite get there because sharks and the kraken got there and they were like fuck you bitch um so it didn't go through that's why they were never heard from ever again there's one guy that's really specific saying that it was to do with sea quakes which apparently is a, as it sounds an earthquake under the sea um uh from what i read about it it's kind of like the whole as you know the tectonic plates moving and stuff and all the vibrations and stuff impact the actual ship a lot more than it would do through the water but that would have caused something like like a tsunami or, or similar so there right. must have been there should have been records about some something like that yeah and that's what i was thinking so i was just like that doesn't sound even right and like what was sean was saying earlier on even if there was like if the boat, if there was like a fracture or something in the hull, and the boat started, or the ship started taking on water, their their instinct is not going to be like, "Holy shit, let's leave." Now, let's say they did, let's say that happened, and they were like, "Holy fuck, let's get the fuck out of here." Bear in mind, it was nine days from the last log entry for the captain who makes daily logs. So that's technically, if you assume that after he made that log, they 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 were like, "All right, Jack, I'm out of here." That's nine days for the ship to fill up in water, and in nine days it hadn't. And three and a half feet does sound like quite a lot, but apparently for the ship of this size, it's not even like worried about or concerned. You can't even concern about it because it's easily dealt with. So if they were worried, like, holy shit, this ship's going to like flood and we're going to all drown or whatever, let's go on a lifeboat. Um, Apparently that's not the case. Do you know how many people were on the ship? So not not only the crew, but everyone, including the crew? Yeah, it's literally seven or eight people. Okay, so not that much. So no. they could have all fit into one rescue boat, right? Yeah, yeah, in theory. Okay. And and you said earlier on that were uh, that there were also some instruments missing, some navigational instruments, yep. maybe? Yeah, yeah, there were, yeah. It was, uh, the only things missing throughout the entire ship were some paperwork from the captain's office not as logs or anything but some paperwork which i don't know how they know that and um yeah some uh instruments like um seaman stuff um and everybody's got a joke about that but uh stuff to like try and like track your way across the ocean and stuff yeah so stuff that's the only, that's the only things missing 
so maybe the the people had one valuable thing on board no one did know of so they said let's get the fuck out of here you take your navigational shit with you we leave everything here and we're gonna yeah um, head to wherever we can and have a badass cool life there yeah yeah maybe maybe they hit the lost island as well <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean there, there's a couple of um, maybe plausible things i mean it could be that uh, they had a plan to uh, or the captain had a plan to like yeah get insurance money off of it and he decided to to wreck the ship um, he got the crew in on it so what they did was they grabbed um, some navigational equipment and maybe the paperwork that was missing was like navigational charts or something like that because that's what you would grab in an emergency sure. jumped into the lifeboats thinking okay we're gonna basically say like set the ship on a course to hit a reef or to hit some rocks um, so that it gets damaged and it sinks. And if we're in the boat, we're safe and we can pull this off. And instead, what happened is the boat kind of just veered off and went on its merry way. And they got caught up in a storm or sharks attacked or something happened. So they ended up just dying on a lifeboat and it was a massively failed plan. Mm. Um, or the other thing is the, the ship that found them, the, 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 Gracia, hmm. um, maybe they staged the whole thing. Well, that is one theory yeah. because it is said that the the captain's uh, again from Briggs's widow, like fifty years after the event, she was like, "Yes, I think they knew each other and went for a meal," and uh, that might or may not have been the case. But even so, unless the captain of the Gracia had somebody like in the crew like maybe the uh, the chef guy who was because he had he had the captain briggs his first mate second mate the uh the galley galley or whatever his name is the the chef guy and then like three or four um uh, i don't know what they're called uh guys that worked on the deck to sort of yeah so the guys that saw all the uh, the sails and that kind of stuff. So that was oh, yeah. that was literally it. And unless you had one of those guys, sort of like the chef, for example, which would be ideal, because a lot of conspiracies were that that was the case. It was like a mutiny, but from that side of things, because the ship that found them was by the cat, the, the, the Degrassi was uh, like a ship that probably shouldn't have found them, but did, based on their route. And like took over it and found it empty and just took it for salvage rights sort of thing. And um, but it's like, but the captains knew each other, so that is a bit coincidental in a way. And you know, I, in this day and age, it's not surprising because it is a really small world that we live in. And every day, you're like, you know, this person, I know this person from like 13 years ago. My God, small world. But the ocean is a lot bigger than that nowadays because there's no social, there was no social media back then. I don't know if you know that, Sean. But uh, <laughs> no, like when the guys jumped on the lifeboat and they disappeared, they weren't taking selfies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, it's a bit convenient that you had these two captains both in the same area, New York, New Jersey, different ships. But the uh, the second one maybe is blind luck. Let's go with that for uh, instead of assuming everything's negative. Maybe it was blind luck that that dude just found his friend's ship and took it back in and managed to salvage it for what it was worth. Um, not knowing what happened know. to it, but yeah, I think we should, I think we should ask somebody much smarter than us. An oceanologist, maybe. Or just ask the least smarter than we are. What? 
What do you think? What do you think happened? Uh, you have a theory? <laughs> no, not really. I'm still sticking with, with Cthulhu. I think he woke up for a sec and then he said, oh, I'm going to snatch these guys and eat them. And then he went back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and okay, so he, he, he gets up there, grabs them, takes a piss, which is a three and a half foot of water, and then walks <laughs> off back to the, to the depths of the ocean. Well, there was yes. damage to the hull that's been undescribable so far as to what caused it. So why not? So it could be his. It should be. It could be Cthulhu's massive cock. Yeah, his piss just burned through the fucking wood of the boat. <laughs> no, but but I really don't have any any theory um, because of the the um, broken hull. Hmm. Everything points to something like that. That they just went away. I mean, the rescue boat should fit six people at least. Yeah. So, since there are some some instruments for for sea navigating uh, for sea navigation missing, it it seems to me that they just went on the boat and just took another route to wherever they want wanted to go. See, now that makes complete sense. And the only thing that that to, to finish it off is um, the the main question I've asked why when it comes to this is like literally why because when the ship was found. It was in completely seaworthy form, despite the fact of having three and a half feet water in the uh, the main hall. It was still seaworthy, and it was absolutely fine. So, a bad storm, whatever happened, they make the whoever you know everybody go, "Oh my god, let's get the fuck off of this thing." Maybe they were all tripping out. Maybe it was something to do with radiation with Russia. I'm probably going to go down that road. They had, they only wore their underwear, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. And in the lifeboat, yeah, and died, died of dehydration a few days later. Maybe that's did, the case. Did somebody, did somebody find a tongue somewhere on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be brilliant. No, I think maybe there was something really precious on that ship, which was maybe not categorized or whatever, so they just took that and head off, maybe. No, but you would take everything now, wouldn't you? You would be like, oh... Jewelry, I'll take that. Oh, barrels of alcohol, I'll take that. Because alcohol back in 1857 or 856 would have been like, oh my God, must have that. If, if there there's an island nearby, which so so they would need the, the navigational instruments, they, they wouldn't need uh, all the, the um, food and alcohol with them because it would only take up space in their uh, rescue, in their lifeboat. Yeah, well... That would make sense if there's a scenario of that, like Sean said earlier on, if they've all made a pact that they just want to fuck off and go dark and off the grid and not be found again, cool. But you would imagine most people probably wouldn't want that. So if they did have to abandon ship and they found an island, they would probably try and get found. Um, Maybe they got picked up by their um, companions later on. Well, they, were... they made it. Well, they were packed or something. Well, they were never heard from ever again, so I'm going to assume that didn't happen. No. <laughs> yeah, or maybe maybe they they went to another country. Um, they they changed their names. Immigrated to immigrated to Cuba something or something like, like that. that. Fucking immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, see, so yeah, uh, it's 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 a little bit of it's a little bit of a weird one. Yeah. Um, yeah, where it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think mostly because you know, the people were never heard from ever again. Yeah. Um, I mean, if somebody was really really smart, they would have planned all of this out because they had a vendetta against one of the people on the ship. They snuck aboard the ship, murdered everybody, yeah. uh, took some of the navigational equipment, 
put it onto a lifeboat with the seven dead bodies and just sent it out to sea, and then dove off the boat and swam back to back to shore. Um, went back to his poker game. Back game, yeah. Perfect alibi <laughs> for the murder. Poker game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your uncle. But unfortunately, well, again, it it's, it's like there's no no sign of um, boarding or attack or blood or there was literally there was nothing it's literally as if everybody was just like fuck it and just jumped off the side of the boat and just let nature take its course and the captain grabbed some sheets from his office and just like I'm taking this with me bitch and then like dived off and boom that was it and the story the was like I'm taking these pieces of paper <laughs> yeah. so the cook's like I'm taking this navigational equipment <laughs> yeah yeah just in case I survive yeah, and they're all on the island with all of the Malaysian Airlines people now. Yeah, I mean it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting story. Like when you read into it, because it, again, it's one of the scenarios. There's so many different possibilities. When you start raising more possibility, you're like, okay, well that makes sense. But what about this? How does it? It doesn't explain how this happened. So that um, let's uh, let's finish this off with Timo. You got another one. Oh uh, yeah, it's not. It's not that big um it doesn't have to be is it, is it scary is it scary <laughs> no no not really it's 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 not really scary okay. um this one happened 1997 and we're going to dive into the little bit extraterrestrial stuff which well it could be a little bit off but it, uh, though the uh, incident is very very interesting in my opinion mm. um it was the 13th of march 1997 and we're uh, in uh phoenix arizona in the usa right now Ooh. so there were um it was it was the early evening 7 30 and um thousands really thousands of people reported lights in the sky I mean, that's not that unusual, but um, um, first... Uh, yeah, what? I remember hearing about this. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's a so-called Phoenix Lights or the Lights yeah. of Phoenix. Um, first started with, with one or two lights flashing and just staying and hovering in, in, in midair. I don't know how high they were. Wait, just let me... No, I didn't wrote that down, of course. Uh, didn't write that down, of course. Um, and there, there were just appearing more and more lights in the sky, and um, measuring by the lights, the the UFO. I shall call it UFO for now because you, it's an unidentified flying object, Obviously, so yeah. it doesn't have to be necessarily with aliens and shit. So I just call it UFO. Um, mm -hmm. The, the the size was like several football fields, Whoa. so it was huge. It was huge. I, I saw the some videos taken from from this incident, and it was very very interesting because you could see the lights starting to to appear one after another, Holy and then shit. just just moved very slowly or started to move very slowly in the end, and um, even TV uh, reporters and. They all witnessed it, and they took um, movies, and and um, you actually have have footage of that verified footage, which is not have been uh, which is not have been tampered with in any way. So um, they don't know what it was. The military um, at that nineteen ninety seven, they said, wait a minute. Um, at first, the official said 
there was nothing. Uh, they, they, they didn't have any flight in their region or any aircraft or, or similar things in, in their region. And later they said there were flares. But flares don't fly in formation like in and, and hovering. So it was the, the explanation that the government made was a little bit thin in my opinion. But interesting nonetheless. Um, more interestingly, the um, uh, that happened again in 2007 and 2008, the lights reappeared over Phoenix. And um, yeah, that's basically it. The, the governor first said uh, that after that they held a press conference where the governor stepped in front of the crowd and said, well, I'm presenting you the true cause of the Phoenix lights. And they had some dude in an alien costume, which turned out to be the chief of police. And they said, it was this guy, haha, and he was just making a big joke out of it, much to the disdain of, of all the people who yeah. saw the lights and who said it was freaking real. Yeah. And he was he was just basically laughing their face and said, fuck off, you just smoke too much weed, you assholes, or whatever. What Later the on, the same governor said, um, it was real. I have been a pilot and I've never witnessed anything like that, and it was definitely real. And... <laughs> Whatever the government said, it was flares or um, gas, gases or whatever, just couldn't be real because it uh, the, the the lights seemed to stay in one place and really flew information. So this this is one of the few UFO uh, happenings which haven't been um, which hasn't been really explained to to. Normal reason. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, um, the government. Oh shit! I just had. Um, it made made me think. Actually, I had a a thing recently with uh, the place that I work at, where they were just like, um, uh, this issue had. I'm not going to go into much detail because I can get into trouble. But like, this issue happened Monday night, and like, we were made aware of it Tuesday morning, and we we're like, oh shit! And we knew like people were going to be calling in about it, and. Uh, they, I mean, we were like told what to like say and not say, and they were like, "Don't acknowledge that this has happened to lots of people. Just make it out like it's an isolated incident." And straight away, I was just like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "In today's day and age, like in five minutes, this is going to be all over the internet. Every blog and forum and stuff out there to do with games and stuff." This is going to be like all over the news and everything. It's like, and I've got to sit there and pretend like I don't know anything, which basically makes us look worse. And they're like, yes. But um, and that's like the same thing for the government. It's literally like somebody went to some government advisor and been like, um, yeah, that UFO that we're not supposed to talk about, um, that Battlestar Galactica, yeah, it's moving and it wasn't supposed to and the lights are on and we can't shut it off. What do we do? And they're like, oh, well, just say uh, people don't know what they're seeing and they're high on drugs. And like two hours later, they're like, yeah, we saw something, but we don't know what it was. <laughs> they just made up shit, you know, and, and that's the, the, the ah. thing which is more intriguing because um, so many people saw those lights mm. and they were there. I mean, you can watch all the, you just have to type uh, in Phoenix Lights on YouTube and you get. Yeah, I remember seeing it. By all those, by all the videos about that. Yeah, sure. And, and documentaries and UFOs and blah, but <laughs> but no one could really explain it to to make it sound really um, 
really real. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, flares, fuck off. It's not flares. Flares go up and down and they light the sky. They don't just stay up there and then move casually in formation with other flares. Like you said. From, uh, from 7.30 till 10.30 in the evening. So if, if, if these were flares, they will have like shitloads of time for that. Must yeah. have been big ass flares. Your car yeah, can generally flares. So you made the lights, probably. What do you think, Sean? Generally, uh, I think it's the Kraken. <laughs> what I said. It farted. <laughs> I think I've got the title for this episode, you know. <laughs> it's the Kraken's fault. Um, Kraken on the loose. I, oh, dude. I, I, You've got it. Nice. Kraken on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um. I don't know. I, I for, for these things, generally speaking, it, to me, it's quite simple. It's one or the other. Um, either it really is a UFO. Um, well, in either case, it's a UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. It's either man-made and it's experimental, and no government wants to um, admit it. Admit the fact that yeah, admit it. So like they're they're because you know obviously the the whole dream of space flight and Star Trek and warp engine or sublight engines, all that shit has been going on for decades now. Um, and someone doesn't want to admit that it's just an experimental uh, plane or experimental spacecraft or something like that, and they're working on it, and they're conducting tests. Um, which, I don't know what the big fucking deal is. Um, you might as well admit to it. Um, because what is it really, really going to do? Um, or it really is aliens. Mm. And and again, it's just being covered up. I mean, I I, I can't. I, a part of me is a bit like you know, to think that we're the only intelligent life in the entire universe and there's nobody else out there seems kind of short sighted. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's ridiculous. So, so you know, why why couldn't there be other other species or other beings or whatever like that that are popping a trip down here? But on the other side, I'm just like, where's so a fucking in, uninteresting um, and like more species and just like cockroaches infesting this planet that why would anybody actually come down to look at us? <laughs> mm. um, it's it's one or the other. I like weather balloons or this bullshit that the governor of like flares um, on a, I mean flares on a what? Mm. Yes. You mean, you'd have to stick those, you'd have to stick, let's say it was flares hundreds of thousands or let's say hundreds of flares you just have to stick it on something for it to move symmetrically like that it you you can't just like light a bunch of flares and throw them up in the air and all of a sudden they actually move together there, there symmetrically. were only seven seven lights seven or eight i think so it was it was just big huge lights so there must have yeah, been so big for, me, for me then yeah, it has to be big ass flare. I mean, it sounds kind of like, I mean, if it's man-made, it sounds like it's like massive spotlights that have been attached onto some sort of a craft that's hovering. Um, but again, it would have to be some sort of an experimental craft or uh, something on balloons, something that would give a person, a, a human person, control to say, okay, I want it to like hover at this particular height and I want it to move at this particular speed. Mm. So it's some sort of, maybe it's like some dude in a basement who's a scientist who decided to make some sort of an aircraft um, 
and and then football field yeah. size is big. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's the thing. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Um, it's got to be one or the other. It's either okay, maybe not government. Maybe it could be a a, a private company that has designed something that's that big as an experiment. Maybe they were trying to make a hovercraft, like an Avengers style thing, and yeah. that was their first test. How they carry and on. yeah, or how 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 carry or whatever. Um, and then they just decided, well, shit, you know, if, if I admit to it, um, the U S government's going to swoop in and they're going to steal my idea. So I'll just scrap it and, and not say anything. I don't know. There's but it's definitely one or the other. It's definitely man-made and it's an experiment mm. or it is alien, not of this world. Um, and, and it's the it's, only two explanations that, that could work actually. Yeah, see, I can't see it being anything else, really. See, now I think um, I think uh, there's three things that like out of the box. One, we're all inside the matrix, and so <laughs> so <Those> sentinels. <laughs> yeah, so all these you know conspiracies, they're all in our minds because it's what we've been programmed with. Two, um. I like think of things sometimes outside the box, like um, you remember the end of um, I don't know if it was Men in Black one or two, but when the galaxy like zooms out, it's just like a little marble. And there's aliens playing with those all the different kind of marbles and galaxies and stuff. Mm. Yeah, but, right. So and it's like it could be. So we're we're like that. like it's kind of like a game of Monopoly. Well, yeah, we're, maybe. Like, like, just may, a big yeah, board. And where pieces that they move around, and every once in a while, it's like, <laughs> yeah, have some fun. And every now and again, a marble, like, yeah, and every now and again, a marble like hits ours, and like they come in, they're like, oh shit, we shouldn't be here, and then they leave and stuff. And we're like, oh my god, what the hell? Because the last thing is like, why, if there's been alien contact, I mean, let's, I mean, not even to go back to like Roswell back in the 1950s, um. Like a, I mean, that's decades ago, and like all these various sightings and stuff like this. If it's happened or it's going to happen, let me ask the question: Why would the government cover it up? Why would they just continue to deny the fact that there's alien? Because all the public wants is alien life out there, and for everybody to admit it that it's out there. But like but, the uh, government the just wants to shut it down. So go on, Timo. I mean, what would happen if, if all those hardcore Catholics would probably uh, have to admit that their God, their holy God, um, didn't only make one human race, but also another race, which is way more intelligent and way more better equipped. So what? how would that fit? I mean, it, it, would, it would like, um, you could probably throw away the bible because it just didn't work anymore it because god work. didn't then only create the human race but he also would have to create all these other races just absolutely and not to be an asshole but that's what needs to happen because yeah. so there's a I'm, i would be a, um, yeah. but but that would yeah. wreck the church as it is um so if, if you think about all the money which and all the power what is connected to the church to the institution of the church and the bible and everything uh bound together with that um the aliens if they were coming or if they were even real or whatever would just uh annihilate the bible probably yeah 
in, in the yeah, bigger I mean, sense. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, I mean, it's kind of slightly branching, not really branching off topic, but it's an interesting thing because um, my limited understanding of it and stuff, for me, it doesn't really change anything. It honestly, like, doesn't. If, if I happen to be Catholic or Christian or, or anything, and I, and I believed in that, I'd be like, well, yeah, sure, that would make sense. If, if he, quote-unquote, created us, then why wouldn't he have created something else? Why would something of that magnitude, that power, stop at just creating one species or, like, one planet or whatever? Why wouldn't he fuck about a bit and have a little bit of fun and experiment and make some others and, and, and see what happens? Um, but to answer look, your, look your all question... These people who, who have the problem with, like, gays or... or who say uh, gays are not God's creation. So what yeah. would they do if they suddenly would have an alien in front of them? You're yeah, it's a, it's a fear or, thing, isn't it? What is that right now? I mean, uh, hypothetically, of course, because no one knows if, if the aliens do exist or don't exist or whatever. No one has, have, uh, has shown any real proof other than shaky videos and... and um, blurry photos and stuff and stuff like that. So exactly. Oh. I mean, I I think that you know, the, the, like to answer your question, Scott, of why would the government hide it for fear? Um, I th I think, I think I think the majority mm, of people we, would we embrace have, it now. No, uh, in, in this state, I, would have, no, like ten years now, ten years ago when Independence Day or whatever, nineteen ninety six, when Independence Day came out, whatever it was, I think. Yeah, if a massive ship showed up, or like in, um, what was it, District 9? Like if a ship just shows up and does nothing, yeah, we'd freak the shit out. But I think in this day and age, we're so desensitized to things. Sure, if something like that did happen, we would shit ourselves, literally. But we're like, not, maybe not prepared for it, but like expecting it. I think everybody would have to be understanding for it. And you would notice straight away, I mean, not to get too like religious on this, because we normally steer away from this, Sean, so I'm aware of that. But like, let's say like a ship like in District 9 just shows up. It's clearly UFO. It's alien-based. Um, you would notice how quickly the religious side of things change. It all goes from it's God creation, it's all about Earth and stuff, it's all about us to like, oh yeah, God created that as well and it brought it here to test our faith, yada 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 and, you'd, and literally you'd be like, okay, where's that in the Bible then? That, you know, it's going to test your faith with a UFO? No. So, yeah, it, it, I, I think on one side you're right, but I think, the, I think there's a smaller percentage of us as a people that would react to it favorably. I think the larger percentage I'd love um, to see moment, a fucking the, UFO just come over and just yeah, hold over yeah, the city. Yeah, you would, and, every, and most people that you know would, yeah, and most true. people that I know would. <laughs> yeah. But we as a, as a species, as a race, are a mob mentality. So we're, if something like that happened, yeah, it would be riots. Yeah, we're scared of what we don't know. It would be riots, and it would be pandemonium all over the place, and that would be the biggest reason why the government would cover up is because they wouldn't be able to control what the fuck goes on. Mm. There's no way that if like the world broke out in riots... No government is in a in a position where they could exert any sort of control or bring any kind of sanity back to everything. The whole the place would just fucking implode. Yeah, okay. you know, which which is is why if it has happened, they are dead set on um, keeping it a secret. Either that, or they're hoarding all the technology for themselves so that when the big invasion does take place, they can all go hide in like Cheyenne Mountain in the middle of somewhere and. 
you know, drink their whiskey and drink cigars or smoke cigars while the rest of us get annually probed. Mm. You know, that'll be fun, dude. <laughs> what, getting annually probed? No, just to drink cigars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, cigar flavor whiskey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this does, it makes me think about the whole um, technology side of things these days of like, They've always been going on about it, like every couple of years, technology is like leaping forward constantly, constantly. And like, it is strange that uh, we're all in that sort of uh, age period that if you remember, if you can, when you were a kid, like, you know, computers were not anything like we've got now. The big fuck ass monitors, massive keyboards that did fuck all, and then Nintendo, two graphics and stuff like that and whatever the, the, the sound tones were and look at it now and like the technology has jumped so far forward and literally in the last well I could have said this a few years ago but in the last 15 years and it just keeps on constantly going so there's a big conspiracy of like well that had to come from alien technology to boost it this far but um yeah I, I that one I'm not sure that I could agree with well, um, I didn't say I did. I'm just putting it out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not, my statement wasn't supposed to come across as no, Scott, you're wrong. Yeah, um, but it did, <laughs> bitch. Uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry. No, that's okay. Um, Carry on. But it wouldn't. If aliens have been here, and that's all true, pyramids and any technological advances that we that exist because of that. I'm Pyramids. sure I've not been released to the public. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we haven't seen any of it. Yeah. What do you think, Timo? Mm, um, concerning all this alien stuff, or what do you mean exactly? Yeah, we're just, you know, is Scott right or wrong about everything? <laughs> well, with regards to the <laughs> whole... No, no, I guess this yeah, he's up to the whole kind of... What? The, 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 all the kind of alien thing. No, I, was, I was just just kidding around. Um, I mean, the all, all this alien stuff. As I said earlier, you you don't know, uh, you you don't have real um, proof for everything mm. for for this genre, I, I might say. So the funny thing with aliens is that. The majority of, of the sightings of the UFOs and alien stories are just coming from the US, mostly. Yeah. The majority. How come? I mean... Because the Middle East don't have Twitter or Facebook. You sure? No, because this, this guy's... This, this I'm going to cut long that. Long before social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you just become the next target of ISIS. <laughs> Um, Fuck it, for that no, I'm going to keep goes, it in now. This, um, goes, this goes like long before them, and there are actually like conspiracy <clears throat> theories around that, which has to do with like you know preservatives and food and pesticides and like like you know chemicals and stuff like that, which you know, and is it you know specific to certain regions where there might have been again back to like nuclear testing and radiation and stuff. It, it or it might just be because since the beginning. You know, America as a nation breeds the whole uh, embrace your imagination, embrace embrace your freedom. You can be whatever you want to be. It's the American dream. And people are like, okay, I'll dream. Uh, I saw an alien. How's that for a dream? 
and then yeah but but um I mean, the, the funny thing is that there have been some reports from um, Jerusalem, I think, or some videos, and um, but the majority only comes from the states, and 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 that's what what I don't really yeah. get. I mean, you also have from from Europe some some strange stuff, but all those those uh, alien abductions and all those uh, far off fucked up stories just coming mainly from the states which which is I, I i really don't know why that is but um the the aliens must have must somehow be attracted to the states or or what because of their cool burgers there or... <laughs> he went with the burgers yeah. dude i was actually going to say that it's the, <laughs> maybe because the burgers are really good they can get a bigger <laughs> helping of food in america um steak that's it because they you can get a big like 20 ounce steak oh well on the on the other side you have the the southern american like like um venezuela and and all those uh yeah south american countries the the the, the U, ufo scene is pretty big down there um as far as i can remember they have some yeah. very interesting um video material which i have seen on youtube when when i was like very bored i would watch all that shit because just for fun um but if it's real or not i mean uh some some people or even scientists say probably in the next 10 to 20 years we we will come in contact with whatever you will call them or the grace or whatever because it, it is highly highly possible that they will come down here and still seek intel for intelligent life because there is none of this pla on this planet still um <laughs> but I, I i don't think that there is that there you 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 can say that that it's true and you can say it's not true it's like a little bit of schrodinger's cat you know it's like you, you don't know if it's dead or it's alive so yeah that is very true well i just i just got a i just got an image of of them coming and <laughs> for some reason listening to our podcast <laughs> like, what the fuck is this place and who are these people what's Let's wrong with get them get the fuck out of here yeah 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 there we go nashcast saves the world <laughs> yeah right one day perhaps um no i i I, got, I, I see i i'm like i'm kind of on the i like flip and flop on this whole like conspiracy theory thing when it comes to like ufos because i'm like you're right. The majority of them do tend to show up in America. At least they're recorded and visible. They're put on. I mean, nowadays, sure, uh, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Um, back in the 90s, the internet, whatever it was back then, Windows 3.5 or whatever it was, you could get like a 30-second clip if you were lucky. Um, and I do think that it's a bit... It's almost... Uh, no, I, I do believe there's something out there, but I don't believe in the coincidences of like where they happen. Same as like ghosts and stuff. I believe in uh, paranormal activity, not the movie, but like paranormal activity itself. Um, but when it's like, you know, you get these locations, like these uh, these sites you can go to. Oh, hotel, 
Yeah, it's got ghosts in it, and they do a whole tour of it and stuff. That's bullshit, and kind of takes away the whole like uh, thing of like ghosts being real. So I'm just like, when you make a tour of it out of it, I'm like, it can't be real, unless the tour goes wrong and people actually die during it. Then so be it. But that and then it would be a next tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that yeah, a tour of the tour. Yeah, so. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's all, it's all interesting and it's, it's interesting theories. Um, I did think one other thing as far as like, you know, why, why so much in America? It, it could very well be that America's um, pretty big because, uh, well, yeah, no, but not only that, but it could, it really could be like, I'm going back to things like the Philadelphia experiments and anything else that, you know, like the DOD or any other or any secret government organization is conducting experiments and it's all a cover. Mm. Um, and there's so much of it there because that is where they're doing the majority of their experiments. So that's where the, the, the biggest conspiracy is. And it branches then down into South America. It branches down into South America because it's so close and that's, it's a different type of demographic of people that can, they can experiment on. Um, and and it it sticks there and now it's branching out into other parts of the world slowly but surely because they want to experiment on other cultures other genetic makeups um to see what they can learn mm-hmm. but hey you know i could just i could be talking complete and utter shit and if the nsa is listening in i'd Talk not say to anything. you <laughs> Well, yeah. some, some people actually theorize about that, that the human race is nothing but an experiment. Like, you know, Erich von Däniken, that Swiss guy who was doing all that, that alien stuff with the pyramids and shit. Yeah. And, and he's saying basically um, that all the pe- people here are nothing but an experiment. Probably gone wrong because you, shit's going down the drain if, if I'm looking outside the window. So we, we've fucked up the experiment literally. So... Yeah. Well, kudos to you, alien. <laughs> <laughs> We've no, or like Scott experiment. says, it's all the Matrix. Yeah, we're, we're all plugged in. We're all plugged yeah. in, and and uh, it's all the Matrix. Yeah, half of me believes that theory. You know that. Yeah. Either way, we are just fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. However you look at it, yeah, we are fucked. Yeah. To be honest. So we're all fucked. So what do you do when you're fucked? Why you, you sit down and you podcast with some friends? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Best idea ever. All right. Well, let's wrap this up then and uh, get some uh, some details together. It's been uh, an interesting experience. I think I'm pretty. I'm quite happy to carry on this episode again. I know I've got a part two set up already, but I think we could go longer and do a part three. Oh, what? So you want to do part two with the? A few other people, and then part three, you get the dynamic trio yeah. back together. Like, see how part two goes, and then like with part three, who's depending who's available at the time, get them together, and then uh, yeah, do a massive finale, as it were. Well, I'm always up for discussing conspiracy. You're always up for a threesome. Stuff. I know it. I'm always I'm always up for a threesome. Um, I'm always up for. Oh, I would be very much up for um, having uh, another conspiracy theory discussion with. My burger buddy. Maybe we can <laughs> discuss the conspiracy of burgers. Oh. Oh. 
I will find sure. a, I will find a burger story for you guys specifically. Yes. Take McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy shit all over. Uh, nah, it's too easy. I want to find something extreme, like in Asia or something. What the the burger that took down Malaysian air flights one four one? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the okay. burger eating Kraken. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh the, Can you imagine oh. making a burger big enough for the Kraken? Or making <laughs> a burger out of the Kraken? No, don't eat my Kraken. Okay, okay fine. that sounds really, really bad. No, 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 no. I'll leave your Kraken alone. If, if, if you want, I can leave you two guys alone. <laughs> <laughs> so you can Kraken, then I will. No, so just, if you guys are up for like a, an episode three, because I think we can come up with some more stuff, juicy stuff to talk about. So we can uh, look at that region that. What do you guys say? I'm going to look for some, some other creepy um things yeah make sure it's creepy because yeah, i want to creep sean out a little bit i like it when that happens okay no dude i'm gonna i'm gonna find some creepy shit and bring it to the table as well <laughs> i already have I'm one creep in mind. holy shit i haven't even started looking at but i will find something creepy <laughs> i will I've, find I've you seen, <laughs> i've seen a video recently of of one uh thing that happened and that was really really fucking creepy so, hmm. but this is a rather short story, but the video is just, that just gives me the jibbies. Wow. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I'm down. I'm game. I'm up for it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's do it then. Uh, yes. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with us, um, hit us up with some of your conspiracy theories or your mm. theories about our theories. Mm. Um, or you want to debunk our theories or Ooh. tell us we're full of shit or agree yeah, with us. Oh. You can do so by emailing into nashcastpod at gmail.com or you can tweet the podcast on Twitter at nashcastnetwork. Um, you can tweet any of us and tell us that we are full of shit or we're right or we're on the wrong path or we're on the right track. Tweet me at Neil Sean. You can tweet Scott at Scott Nash four, and I apologize, Timo. I can't remember your Twitter, but you can tweet <laughs> Timo at first. Uh, you up in Twitter for me underscore fanboy. Cool. Hit him up there. Yeah. All right. So Back to our fearless leader. Wow. So for this episode of Nashcast number sixty six, I am uh, where we 66. come. Sixty six. Holy shit. Yeah, sixty six. Yeah, it's a, it's a big special episode. Um, and where we come from, we don't say goodbye, we say good journey. I'm Scott. To you, Sean. Good journey. I am Sean. And good journey, I am Timo. Boom. Mm. Wishy washy woo. Nash cast out. Woo. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm so safe in that.